Hello, this is Sophie Warren, and welcome back to the SMW Podcast Bible Reading for All Ages. Today we're going to read chapter 6 to 9. Let's begin. Chapter 6. The, the plague. God promises to deliverance. Moses returned to the Lord and said, Why, Lord? Why have you brought trouble on this people? Is this why you sent me? Ever since I went to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has brought trouble on this people, and you have not responded rescue your people at all chapter 6 then the Lord said to Moses now you will see that I will do to Pharaoh because of my mighty hand he will let them go because of my mighty hand he will drive them out of his country God also said to Moses I am the Lord I appear to Abraham and Isaac and to Jacob the God Almighty but by my name the Lord I do not make myself fully known to them I also established my covenant with them to give them in the land of Canaan, where they resigned as forders. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the Israelites whom the Egyptians are enslaving, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, I say to the Israelites, I am the Lord. I will bring you from out of the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from the Egyptian slaves to them. I will redeem you from the outstretched arm, and with all mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people and be with your God. Then you will know that I am your Lord, your God, who brought you out of the under the yoke of the Egyptians. And I will bring you to the land I swore an uplifted hand to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. Moses said to the Israelites, but they did not listen to them because of their discouragement and harsh labor. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go and tell Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, to let the Israelites get out of his country. But Moses said to the Lord, If the Egyptians will not listen to me, why would Pharaoh listen to me since I speak with faltering lips? Family records of Moses and Aaron. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron about the Israelites. And Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, she commanded them to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. These were the heads of their families. Sons of Reuben were the firstborns, Hanuk, Balu, Hezron, and Kamri. These were the clans of Reuben. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shal, the sons of the Canaanite woman. These were the clans of Simeon. These were their names of the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, Shimari. Levi lived 137 years. The sons of Gershon, by clans, were Libni and Shimi. The sons of Kohath were Amram, Ishar, Hebron, Uziel. Kohath lived 133 years. The sons of Merari were Mahli and Mushi. These were the clans of Levi. Amram married his father's sister, Jochved, who bore him Abraham and Moses, Aaron and Moses. Amram lived 137 years. The sons of Ishar were Korah, Nepheg, and Zikri. The sons of Uziel were Mishael, Ezaphan, and Sithri. Aaron married Elisheba, daughter of Amindab, and sister Nashon. And she bore him Nadab and Abihnu, Eliezer and Ithamar. The sons of Korah were Isiar, Elkanah, and Ibasaf. 
This was a Korahite clans. Elazar, son of Aaron, married one of the daughters of Putiel, and she bore him Phineas. These were the heads of the Levi families, according to their kinds records, by their clans and by their family histories, by all that's meaning for the Lord to them, by all of them, all of them, and all of them. It was this Aaron and Moses to whom the Lord said, Bring the Israelites out of Egypt and by their divisions. These were the ones who spoke to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, about bringing the Israelites out of Egypt. The same thing happened to Moses and Aaron. Chapter 7. Aaron to speak for Moses. Now when the Lord spoke to Moses in Egypt, he said to them, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, everything I have told you right now. But Moses said to the Lord, Since I speak with faltering lips, why would the king of Egypt, Pharaoh, listen to me? Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You are to say everything I command you, and your brother will tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go out of his country. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and though I multiply my signs and wonders of Egypt, he will not listen to you. Then I will lay the hand my hand up on Egypt, and with my mighty acts of judgment, I will bring out my own divisions and people and people of Israelites. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out of it. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded him. Moses was eighty years old and Aaron was eighty three. Aaron's staff becomes a snake. The Lord our God said to Moses and Aaron, When Pharaoh says to you, Perform a miracle, then say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it down before him. It will become a snake. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord commanded. Aaron threw his staff down in front of Pharaoh and his officials, then summoned the wise men and sorcerers, and the Egyptian magicians also did the same thing by their secret arts. Each one threw down a staff, it became a snake. But when Aaron, but when Aaron's staff was laid down, his staff swallowed all the other magicians' ones. Yet Pharaoh's heart became hard, and he would not listen to them, just as the God, the Lord said, the plague of blood. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he goes out to the river. Confront him on the bank of the Nile, and take in your hand the staff that was chained into a snake. Then say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to say to you, Let my people go, so that they may worship me in the wilderness. But until now you have not listened. This is what the Lord says. By this you will know that I am the Lord. With the staff of my hand, I will strike the water in the Nile. It will all become blood. The fish in the sea will die, and throughout this, and throughout the rivers, it will stink. The Egyptians will not be able to drink its own water. The Lord had said to Moses, Tell Aaron, take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt over the streams and canals, over the ponds and all the reservoirs, and they will turn into blood. 
it will be everywhere in Egypt, ex even in vessels of wood and stone. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded. He raised his staff in the presence of Pharaoh and his officials, and struck the water of the Nile. And the water in the and the water in the Nile had changed to blood. The fish in the Nile died. The river had smelled so bad that the Egyptians could not drink its water. Blood was everywhere in, in the land of Egypt. But the Egyptian magicians did the same thing by their secret arts. And Pharaoh's heart became hard. He would not listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. <laughs> Instead, he returned and went into his palace. And he did not take even this to his heart. And all the Egyptians dug along the Nile to get drinking water, because they could not drink the water of the Never. Chapter 8 The Plague of Frogs Seven days passed after the Lord struck the Nile. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, This is what the Lord says, Let my people go, so that they may worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will send a plague of frogs in your whole country. Then I will team with frogs. They will come up upon your palace and your bedroom and onto your officials' houses and onto your people. Ovens and kneading throws. The frogs will come up onto you. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Stretch out your hand with your staff over the streams and canals and ponds and make frogs come up out of the land of Egypt. So Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and frogs started plaguing and covered the land. But the but when the magicians started, then, but when the magicians tried to do it with the secret arts, they could not. Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, "Pray to the Lord and take the frogs away from me and my people. I will let your people go, and offer sacrifices in the wilderness to the Lord your God." Moses said to Pharaoh, I leave you to honor and settling the time for me to pray for you and your officials of your people, and you and your houses may be rid of frogs, except for those that remain only in the Nile. Tomorrow, Pharaoh said. Moses replied, It will be as you say, Pharaoh. You may know there is no one like the Lord our God. The frogs will leave you and your houses and your officials and your people. It will only remain in the Nile. After Moses and Aaron left Pharaoh, Moses cried out to the Lord about the frogs he had brought on Pharaoh, and the Lord did what Moses asked. The frogs died in the houses, in the courtyards, and in the fields. They were piled up into heaps, and the land, all the land of Egypt reeked to them. But when Pharaoh saw that there was relief, he hardened his heart and would not listen to Moses, just as the Lord would said. The plague of gnats. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Stretch where you stand over one part of the land of Egypt. Up on there, the dust of the ground will become gnats. They did this, and when Aaron stretched out his hand with the staff and struck the dust of the ground, gnats came on people and animals. All the dust throughout the land of Egypt became gnats. The same thing happened. The magicians could not perform their secret arts with the gnats. Since the gnats were on the people and animals everywhere, the magician said to Pharaoh, Pharaoh, 
This is the true finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart was still hard. He would not listen, just as the Lord said. The plague of flies. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning and confront Pharaoh as he goes to the river and say to him, This is what the Lord says. Let my people go so that they may worship me. If you do the opposite, I will send a plague of flies on your houses of your officials and your palace, on your people into their houses. They will be full of flies. Even the ground will be covered with them on that day. I will deal differently with the land of Goshen. That is where my people live. No swarms of flies will be where my people live, so that you will know that I, the Lord, am in this land. I will take a distinction between my people and your people. This sign will occur tomorrow. And the Lord did this. Dense swarms of flies poured into Pharaoh's palace and into the houses of his officials. Throughout Egypt, the land was ruined by the flies. Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Please, sacrifice to your God here in the wilderness, in the land of Egypt. But Moses said, That wouldn't be right. The sacrifices we offered to the Lord our God will be distinguishable to the Egyptians. And if we offer sacrifices that are distinguishable to their eyes, will they not stone us? We must take a three-day journey into the wilderness and offer sacrifices to the Lord our God, as he commands. Pharaoh said, I will let you go to offer sacrifices to your God in the wilderness, but you must not go far. Pray for me. Moses answered, As soon as I leave you, I will pray to the Lord, and tomorrow the flies will leave Pharaoh and his officials and his people. Only let Pharaoh be sure that he does not act deceitfully again by not letting the people go to offer sacrifices to the Lord. Then Moses left Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord. And the Lord did what Moses asked. The flies left Pharaoh and his officials and his people. Not a fly remained. But this time, Pharaoh hardened his heart and wouldn't let the Israelites go. Chapter 9 The Plague on Livestock and the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, This is what the Lord says, the God of the Hebrews. Let my people go so that they may worship me in the wilderness. If you do the opposite, all your cattle, your animals, and all your donkeys will be dead by the time. They will be all dead, lying on the ground of the courtyards. All of them will no longer be held with breath. But the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and that of Egypt, so that no animal belonging to the Israelites, my people, will die. The Lord set a time and said, Tomorrow the Lord will do this in the land. And the next day the Lord did it. All the livestock of the Egyptians died. Not one animal belonging to the Israelites, his people, has been dead. Pharaoh investigated and found that not even one of the animals of the Israelites had died. Yet his heart was unyielding. He would still not let the, Is the Israelites go. The plague of boils. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Take handfuls of soot from a furnace and have Moses toss it in the air in the presence of Pharaoh. 
it will become fine dust all over the whole land of Egypt. Festering balls will break out on people throughout the land. They took soot from a furnace and stood before Pharaoh. Moses had tossed it into the air. Boils broke out on the people and animals. The magicians couldn't stand before Moses because of the boils that were on them and all the Egyptians. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. He wouldn't listen to Moses and Aaron, just as their Lord the God said, the plague of hail. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning, confront Pharaoh, and say, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says, Let my people go, so that they may worship me in the wilderness. Or I will send a full force of my plagues against you and the officials and your people, so that you may know that there is no one only like me in the all the earth. For by not, I could have stretched out my hand and struck you and your people with the plague that would have wiped you off the earth. But I have raised you up for this very purpose, that I might show you my power and my name might be proclaimed in all of earth. You will say yourself against my people and won't let them go. Therefore, at this time tomorrow, I will send the worst hailstorm that has ever fallen in your country. For the day will be founded till now. Give an order now to bring your livestock and everything you have in the field of a place of shelter, because the hail will fall on every person and animal that has not been brought in and is still out in the field, they will die. Those officials of Pharaoh who feared and word of the Lord hurried to bring their slaves and livestock inside, but those who ignored, but those who ignored, left slaves and livestock out of the field. The Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward the sky, so that hay will fall over the whole land of Egypt, on Pharaoh's palace and his officials' houses, on people and animals, everything on the land of Egypt that's growing. When Moses stretched out his staff toward the sky, the Lord sent thunder and hail. It flashed down to the ground. So the Lord had hail in the land of Egypt. It fell on it fell and lightning flashed back and forth. It was the worst storm in all the land of Egypt since it had become a nation. Throughout Egypt hail struck everything in the fields. Both people and animals had been beat down by the hail. Everything growing in the fields and stripped every tree. The only place it did not hail was the land of Goshen, the Lord's Israelites. Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron. I have sinned, he said to them. The Lord is in the right. My people are in the wrong. Pray to the Lord. We have been in, we have had enough thunder and hail. I will let you go. You don't have to stay any longer. Moses replied. When I have gone out of the city, I will spread out my hands in prayer to the Lord our God. The thunder will stop. There will be no more hail. 
You may know that the earth is the Lord's, but I know that you and your officials still don't fear the Lord our God. The flax and barley were destroyed since the barley, since the barley had headed and the flax was in bloom. The wheat and spelt, however, they were not destroyed because they ripened later. Then Moses left Pharaoh and went out of the city. He spread out his hands toward the Lord. Thunder and hail stopped. The rain was no longer poured down on his country. When Pharaoh saw that the rain and hail and thunder had stopped, he, he sinned again. He and his people and his people and his officials had hardened their hearts again. Pharaoh's heart was hard. He wouldn't let his people go, or the Israelites, just as the Lord had said. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day. Good night.